0: This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at plac the only place to be in your pop culture
1: world.
2: All this time, brother, everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. It. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz gonna be here? Papa Fritz is here.
0: worldcast episode 30 where today we're going to look at episode 41 on the network from october 2nd 1982 i'm with kelly and uh johnny kelly man how you doing doing great brother how about you johnny
2: uh uh wearing new uh, frames of my glasses and my eyes are all wonky but otherwise great
0: that's awesome man i i actually i know johnny well you did not like this episode I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kelly? Where are you fall on this one?
1: Um, I, I thought it was a good episode compared to a lot of the drek we've had to put up with in the last uh, couple months of real time here. So.
2: Yeah, hey, but well, let me well, hold episode. on. Let, let let me clarify though. I had to watch this last night with no glasses on, <laughs> so I was kind of annoyed. <laughs>
0: That's understandable. <laughs> we get it. We get it. Well, it opens up. And and of course the announcers are bearing Carey's loss to uh Ric Flair. I mean pretty much totally making it sound like the ref was on the take. Uh, uh completely. What what do you make of this, Johnny man? Well there's all that and it goes
2: throughout the show because there's just constant the fuck the NWA theme. You know, we've noticed it. It's a thing. It's a trend. We see there's more of that here with the ref the ref just, you know, it was all his fault that NWA ref. But what I was thinking, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to have Six Man with the Von Erics. I've been hearing more about more Six Mans. I was like, so they know the Freebirds are coming. They know. They, they, at this point, they know that. They talk about it a lot over the course of the next couple of shows. And I was like, was the idea to eventually turn them already there in the middle of all this bad TV They that this was where they're going? Because they're really mentioning that the Von Eriks had never lost a six-man tag team Mm -hmm. match, ever, 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 you know, and they hit that point home. I was like, ooh, is this foreshadowing? I think this is foreshadowing. I was like, finally, something interesting.
1: Yeah. I don't know about the six-man point, but I think definitely they planned on turning the Freebirds from day one, you know, because the turn made so much more or had such a bigger impact that, you know, the fans had embraced them for a couple months as baby faces, and then right. portrayed by them. So yeah, that was. And great.
0: they slowly brought him in. I mean, first it was Michael Hayes, and then it was uh Terry Gordy yeah. uh, at the Christmas show, and then finally Buddy Roberts comes in. You know, um, uh, so I mean, yeah, uh, and yeah, I mean, there's no way in hell they're gonna go with st- load up the car with six baby faces with no. Oh children. no, no, yeah.
2: But well, I just didn't think that there was this much foreshadowing.
0: No, this is good. This is two yeah. months out, and they're really already laying yeah. Yeah. the uh, groundwork. Yeah. And, um, yeah, pretty much three months when you really think about it. Um, then we get a Von Eric promo. Oof. And what do you make of this, John?
2: Well, first of all, when they when they show where uh, Jay and Bill sit, uh, it's like upholstered in miniature golf grass. <laughs> <laughs> it's the oddest-looking thing. But, and this was a disaster. Jay Saldi's down there, surrounded by Von Eric We already know, as bad he is, as he is on uh, announcing, he is energetic. And when he's got to do live stuff, interview stuff, he freezes up, and he's really bad. And he, he's starts off screaming, I must remind you again, they've never lost a six-man tag, and it's like, you just said that 30 seconds ago, it's yeah. It's like uh, he
0: got his bullet points, and he definitely was going to repeat them yeah. until I had nausea
2: and he doesn't know what to ask, because the Von Erics are full of energy, and I think that one of them yells out, it's party time and yeah. and that's it you know, it's just
0: it, it, it,
1: it really Jay Salty could not
2: hold this together
1: yeah, it was kind of odd, what'd you make of it, Kelly? Yeah, I mean, Kevin was like giggling, perhaps he <laughs> just smoked a reefer or something, I don't know. A uh, reefer? <laughs> That's what they called it. Was he, was, was
2: he in a 1920s jazz club?
1: <laughs> Texas uh, lingo for uh, weed or something. Um, yeah, but I want to talk about Saldi a bit because I actually went out and, and looked up some info on him oh. for the first time because, you know, we've been trashing him for months and I just wanted to... Make sure he wasn't um, a humanitarian (laughs) (laughs) and and really didn't deserve all this. So he's 63 years old. uh, Still kicking. He's on Twitter. Um, I don't know if he's a raging conservative. I didn't go too deep. I think there may have been a few few posts. But he's buddies with Kevin. So, you know. Um, He was born and raised in White Plains, New York. And so that... Counts for his knowledge, I think, of, uh, of uh, the WWF. Of course, that would have been what he watched growing up. He's referenced that quite a bit. He Here's his claim to fame in football. He caught Roger Staubach's last touchdown pass in 1979. So, oh. so not too bad. And he played for the Cowboys for, I think, six or seven seasons. Not too shabby. Uh, at this point, 1982, he was injured. He got hurt in training camp that year. He missed most of the season. There was also a strike in the NFL in 1982, so I don't think they were even there was no games even being played at this point in 1982. So uh, we're probably going to have quite a bit of salty in our lives still. But uh, so yeah, there's a little background info on him. And yeah, as for the whole promo, Johnny's right. Yeah, he was. He's you know this isn't he's not comfortable doing this. He's getting a bit better booth i think not as many like totally outrageous ridiculous comments i thought anyway um, <laughs> like, well, it's the, i mean what is it i don't know is this episode
0: or the next one where he again butchers jumbo yes. oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah and then yeah. i think instead of sumo hall calls it sumo hall and yeah, i I, yeah. Mean, I think i laughed my ass off because mercer's like well said <laughs> I know,
2: I dare. Well, okay let's just say what, what it was because he called him um jumbo sunuka right i think and yeah he mumbles the whole thing exactly what
1: pete said it's the
0: <laughs> well said like the greatest <laughs> beginning and then yeah
1: yeah well oh neither of them God. know anything about japanese wrestling really so it's the blind leading the blind in the booth um but yeah so there's a bit about Jason. Well,
2: I see what you're saying a little Kelly. He's not throwing so much pro wrestling illustrated stuff out.
1: Yeah. Cause that's later. where it got all crazy. And then the min- mispronunciation of names. So I- I'm giving him a bit of the-, the benefit of the doubt here. You know, I don't, and,
0: think- and when you think about it, the PWI stuff, since he's from New York. That's more of a New York magazine. Tell you the truth. Is yeah. it really?
1: Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> just slightly.
0: Um,
2: yeah. Well, no, no, it became nationwide, but I mean, I guess that the, they were printed out of New York was like, were they not as available in other parts of the country as they?
0: No, I remember the first. My first exposure was getting them on a trip to New York, visiting relatives. Oh, okay. um, And I got them at the stupid subway station. Oh, uh, okay. As opposed to like, yeah, it took him a while. Finally, they started like maybe in 1990 they started sending them to. Uh, but I think my first one was, like, really? in 1988. Wow. I had yeah. no idea. I had no in, idea. Yeah. Black. In Calgary in
1: 1986, I could get all the all the after mags. But I've and heard about, I, In other parts of Canada, it was different. Like, in Vancouver at the time, you couldn't get them and stuff. So it just depended on the area for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, then I ordered them in, like, 89 to come in the mail. And then they came, you know, they were already behind, like, you know, <laughs> so it, it was wasn't like months. fresh off the press, and then you get to add on another like months behind, so you're like two months behind on the uh, on all this all all the news articles. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm with you on the promo. It was kind of a train wreck. Uh, bon Eric just seemed like they're just having fun. First time in a while they've all three have been on camera together, and I, I think it was like kind of like having yeah, having trying to do the family picture. Uh, in a way, you know, <laughs> with the little kids. Now, before we get to the match, and we talk about it, Kelly and John, you could tell having all three of them together in this match, like they're, they're they're stronger together than they are separate. Wouldn't you say that? Did you get that vibe, Kelly?
1: Yeah, I mean, Kerry on his own is is pretty great, but yeah, the unit together, for sure, it's 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 a cool. They thing. They seem
0: like fun. bigger stars together, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool thing. All three of them being together is like a band, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: well, they, and they all,
2: in their own way, they're all very distinctive. Yeah. Yep. You know, they're
0: not alike. Yeah, they're almost like a boys' band in a way. I, right. uh, I'm just
2: thinking more like Rush.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like you have Carrie as the body guy with the hair. David's the hair, who was like you know, he the more of the traditional wrestler. You had Kevin who was the mat wrestler slash high flyer, all had different roles. You know, mm-hmm. David and, and Carrie did most of the selling. Uh, Kevin would usually do the hot tag um, and do the shine sequence. So they all had their roles on the team and stuff. Um, but uh, clearly, again, we've we, we stated that Kerry was definitely the most push of them off the right off the bat. David was probably... The more you use the best promo out of them all, so they all had their roles, and uh, and so together, I think they were they equaled more to the sum of their parts because yeah. they could pick up the slack on Kevin's shitty promo work or Carrie mm. talking about damn poetry or whatever. Um, so they were, we, you know, so we were able to do a little bit of get a little of that out, but um, yeah, it just seemed like business was picking up just because this is our first look at the Von Erichs together, yeah. Uh, in world class as a six man. I mean, I, uh, Johnny and I saw him. Uh, I think we saw a match prior in Houston before this, but this is the first one we've seen on the network uh, that, they've, that
1: they've put up and stuff. And what you make of it, Kelly? I thought it was uh, a really good match. All action, nonstop action. Uh, right from the start, though, we have a new referee in town, uh, John Renesto from LA. And he looks like the lead singer of uh, Three Dog Night. Um, Chuck Negron? Is that how you say it? Anyway, um, very thin, rail thin. And uh, he plays a part in in all these uh, these next few episodes. Uh, he's basically replaced David Manning all of a sudden. He's, what, has his suspension been uh, reactivated or something? I don't know. They didn't mention him once at all. Um, I also thought... There was really good use of the ringside cameras in this match to, to catch all the fast-paced action, especially early on. Uh, we have our usual hot crowd. There was still a lot of uh, noticeable empty seats, but maybe not as much as there had been in the previous episodes. Of course, we're still this is still not a hot territory, but it's getting there. And yeah, um, I, I, I thought another note about the the ringside cameras is that they've made the crowds hotter because they're focusing on the crowds a lot, so that's getting the crowd more energetic. The crowd wants to be part of the show on TV, and uh, I think that's definitely helped uh, increase the heat in the building. And then the whole match, you know, like I said, going really fast, and it builds up to an awesome triple dropkick spot that gets a huge pop from the crowd. And then... um, Basically, things break down from there, and we get a time limit draw, which is kind of strange. You know, you thought maybe Hussein could have ate the pin. Um, after,
0: especially after they played up that they Von have never lost in a. Certain <laughs> <game>. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> so yeah, and then and, uh, which technically they still haven't, but I mean, oh, yeah, I well, know it's, like it's weird for sure. And and why was this the opener, and not the? main event yeah if
2: you're the if you're the best of ever who's never been beaten and you still go to a draw in a match with hussein in it how good are you really
1: like i know obviously they were probably building to something bigger at at a place where they could get more fans in make more money but yeah it's kind of a head scratcher but still it was it was a fun match i went two and three quarters on this puppy
0: what about you john
2: um well first of all we got the referee uh John Renesto at first yeah. I was like another one uh, yeah. but they make sure he's from the NWA they make sure to tell you that and that plays into it down the, down the line uh, and he looks like young Howard Stern it's, it's hilarious and uh, in the crowd you were mentioning a, a trucker hat guy there uh, who was back in the last show who I really loved I thought he was a blast He's there again. So you're absolutely right. These some of these people are like are having fun being on TV. And how much does it cost? You know, Probably, to go be on television. Yeah. Nah.
0: Um, you know, I think uh, the one though the group there. I don't know if you saw the Hispanic guy. Yeah, him Where's and
2: the, his, his his mom
0: <laughs> with the dark world class championship wrestling shirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's a young Ed in San Antonio from uh, the figure four boards. Oh yeah, I'm I, I, I'm I'm aware of him. Okay, because I see him uh, at like indie shows. Uh, a friend of mine, Aaron Quinn, knows him well. I never really went over. I've never really spent any time talking to him, but oh, I'm he's always sure that him, Because I know he's gone to plenty of a world uh, sportatorium shows back in his in his uh, in his youth, and so I think that's him.
2: Uh, he was one of those guys I remember never hearing a bad word about. <laughs> so, cool. Um, some unfortunate commentary, as uh, Bill like says, is that. David's coming hard right now. <laughs> Dave, David's in command. Like, oh boy. Uh, and they Again, some point in here, they go, well, this isn't the NWA. This is world class. I was like, okay. Okay. This is going to, this has been brewing for some time. Apparently, um, Bill, speaking of the reference thing, there's someone doesn't, someone does a diving headbutt, and, uh, before before Jay can say anything, Bill gets a one up on him. He goes, a well, Harley race type headbutt. And a pause. And Jay saw it, He just says, that was just like six time heavyweight champion Harley race. Was like, uh-huh. He was upset that he got beaten to the punch. Oh, man. And uh, at the end, man, it's a draw, which I was like, eh, okay. Why? Um, and everyone's just milling about and Bundy's sort of minding his own business. And Carrie just walks over and takes a swipe at him. I was like, Carrie, you're the good guy. (laughs) Okay. Bundy's not doing anything. Uh, I just think that the ending took me out of it. Uh, I think, I think salty says, there was nothing like that six-leg drop kick they put on King Kong Bundy. I was like, wow, you totally called that wrong. <laughs> but it did look awesome.
1: He's getting better, Johnny. He's getting better.
0: <sighs> boy.
1: Uh, are you done, John?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I like this a lot. I, I gave it three stars. Um, I really like this. Spot. I thought it was a really fun shine to start. I liked how they uh, they miss a drop kick and that sets up the heat. I loved all the multiple tags during the heat. Like the heels are tagging in and out. Um, Bundy is just a flat out stone cold killer during the heat. Kerry is when he gets the hot tag is a hot Sophia, and he and he gets that hot tag and and even and then but the thing is, I think they were supposed to set it up because they he got the hot tag and and the ref didn't see it. Yeah. I think it was, they were. I think the Right spot was they were supposed to bring him back to the corner, yeah. But they said, "Oh fuck it, he's already on in, in in cleaning mode." And uh, I think that would have got him a lot of heat if they <laughs> yeah, would have brought him Saldy, back.
1: Yeah, Mercer and Saldy mentioned that. Oh, I don't think Bronco saw the tag, and yeah, yeah, I screwed that up. But anyway, and I think that would
0: have been uh, gotten a lot more heat, honestly, cause especially if you pull them off after yeah. that, 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 that heat that, that 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 comeback he's making, you know, with the hot tag. Uh, but yeah, then he, you know it kind of fills out towards the end. Lazy,
2: uh, lazy Bronco again.
0: <laughs> but overall, man, I thought it was a uh, really well worked and, uh, and a nice little you know precursor to the six man tags we be getting in '83. That'll leave us over to Bugsy McCraw versus uh, Frank Dusick, oh, uh, the captain's back after uh, a <laughs> little little absence. Well, what you make of the match uh, there, uh, Kelly?
1: Well, oh well, um, oh my, Bugsy. Well, he's
0: oh,
1: he's, <sighs> he's got what what uh, Salty calls a rugby outfit on.
2: I guess. That's well, that's okay. I'm gonna give the devil his due because at first I was like, "What the fuck is he wearing?" This like all I saw was a skit is his black tight shorts a skin-tight striped black and yellow T-shirt, and I'm thinking, he's really ripping off Jimmy Valiant, but he's not getting the Charlie Brown thing right. You know, he's taking it far too literally. And when he points out the rugby thing, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Not really. (laughs) Why is he dressed like a rugby player? But it's awful.
1: (sighs) Yeah, the shorts are... They would make Ivan Putzky blush, basically.
2: Dude, he—they called an upshot. It was like that. It was like the upshots they were doing of Wonder Woman in that terrible Justice League movie of him jerking those little tight black shorts <laughs> right up, right up his taint. I was like, "Oh, uh, this is." And on commentary, they're yelling, "He loves children."
1: God, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it was hard to focus at times because you know the threat of Bugsy's balls making a appearance at any moment like <laughs> hanging over the match like a dark cloud. <laughs> Just like remember uh, the the post um, last battle the Atlanta match with Ole Anderson where his jeans got ripped? <laughs> yeah. I was having flashbacks to that. Um, but anyway, so Dusik's been he was in Japan. He's on a tour of Japan. And this allows for Saldi and uh, Mercer to talk about Hulk Hogan, gush about Hulk Hogan again. <laughs> how great he is, and, and all the attention he's brought to the world of wrestling. And, and yes, Dizzy, younger brother Dizzy, is still coming to the territory at some point. Um, he's, he's taking a sweet time getting here. Um, the pure comedy match with another strange finish <laughs> where Bugsy gets disqualified uh, for tossing Dusik over the top rope. Um, this is John Renesto, the strict new referee from L.A., You know, going... Mm-hmm. Completely by the book, letting no leeway to uh, Bugsy, so the the good guy loses this one. Although Dusick does get uh, tossed over the rope again uh, by Bugsy to to make the fans happy. Strange, um, yeah. What a weird, crazy match. <laughs> yeah, I mean it
0: was it was the total drizzling shits, man. That's, that's probably what I can say. Um, what'd you make with John?
2: Okay, so. I already actually talked about everything except for this one thing at the end. I did hear, cause I was listening more because of my lack of vision at the time. And I hear Mark Loren say at four minutes, 48 seconds. I was like, that was four minutes and 48 seconds of fucking awful. It <laughs> was disturbing. It sucked. I was like, fuck. I was questioning why I do this. It was terrible.
0: It's terrible. You know what, Kelly? I've always wanted to review a show with Daredevil. Um, yeah, I was gonna say Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Murdoch. Well, huh? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> then, um, then we get the highlights of again the flare thing with Carrie. They're really beating this with the over the head with a with a freaking knife fork bomb, whatever. Uh, what you?
1: What you? Anything you want to add on this thing, Kelly? Not really. I mean, they, you know, to their credit, they're keeping it going cuz they want to build to the big match coming up. Yeah. At Christmas in the cage. So yeah, keep it in the fans' minds, stir the pot, keep the heat going. He's the <laughs> Uncrowned world champion, folks. Yep.
0: Yeah. What about you, John? Yeah, I don't I, I, can, get pat,
2: I can get I, I should, I'll get I Okay. Okay, Foggy. Uh <laughs> Does that make you Karen? I'm Nelson, Uh,
1: so I should be foggy. uh, Okay,
2: we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, (laughs) Okay, Pete's the owl. That's perfect. Okay. Okay. Um,
0: I prefer kingpin, but
2: that's the obvious one. See, I I wasn't going to go obvious, but you you can be Wilson Fisk any day of the week, my friend. Thank you. Uh, So, before this... One of many very unintentionally funny, um, screen uh, like logos, like telling you what's coming up next. Yeah. And it said, after commercial, coming up, i look back at controversy or something like that. I was like, <laughs> That's pretty heavy. Uh, and and that there's a guy in the crowd who had a, I did see this, uh, had a pinball wizard t shirt that he was wearing that he, yeah clearly had made down at the mall you know? <laughs> so I assume he's really good at pinball
0: or he likes Bobby O'Re- Bob O'Reilly well no, well he'd like Tommy, Tommy. actually oh, but... Tommy I'm sorry my okay. bad then that leads us over to um, uh, we got a Kabuki and Dragon promo with Gary Hart um, mm-hmm. and here we find out they, uh, they're putting a bounty on Flair Flair's putting a bounty, not putting a bounty on Flair, but bounty. Flair's putting a bounty on Kerry, and he's well, guys going to try to help him out. What do you make of this?
2: Well, they're just implying about this bounty. Well, how dare you, sir, and impugn the good name of Gary Hart. You know, it's just how they play this, which is great, because it's bringing out the adversarial relationship between Bill Mercer and Gary Hart. So it's kind of fun to see. But. Yeah, Gary Hart gets this sweetheart of a line about, are you trying to collect a bounty that we have it under good uh, investigative reporting that Rick Flair has put a bounty in her? Are you trying to do that? And he goes, hey, ain't nobody got to pay me nothing to take out of Von Eric. I was like, <laughs> fuck, yeah. A little, little gem from Gary Hart right there. Loved it.
1: What about you, Kelly? Yeah, I liked it, too. Um, it's one of the rare times we've seen Hart get agitated lately usually he's so calm and 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 barely even heelish but you know here he was clearly agitated by the accusation that he's collecting a bounty all right yeah
0: i'm with you i guess i dug it i thought it was a nice piece of business sets it up you know following in so you yeah, get perfectly uh, actually when you think about the format of the show it was a perfect spot to put it right after the highlights of the Flair carry match and stuff uh so uh it makes perfect sense where it's at, and then it adds a little wrinkle to everything. Yeah. And then we get the dragon and uh, Kabuki versus Almadril and the Samoan. Um, I know Johnny wants to make fun of this, just this, this. I mean, I, I mean, this is about as bland as as it gets. Samoan.
2: Um, I'll, I'll save it, but the, okay. Let me ask you this, Kelly. It, Pete, who is he? Is that Samu?
1: Yes.
0: Okay,
2: yeah. I couldn't. Re- I didn't recognize him.
0: We get to this. I. I mean, this wasn't much of a match, but I thought the Samoan made the dragon actually look like a good worker. Uh, yeah, he he sold the uh, the the finish like perfectly, and uh, and made the damn match interesting. Honestly, what you make of the match, Kelly?
1: Yeah, it was it was okay. Uh, back to the Samoan. Yes, it's it's the future Samu, son of Afa. Uh, well, first, he plays Samula in the WWF in 1983-84. This was his uh, rookie year in wrestling. I, I believe this was his first oh, wow. territory. Yeah, he was brand new. You can tell he's, he's pretty green. But uh, he has a pretty, you know, lengthy career in wrestling ahead of him. Eventually, the and Swat team head shrinkers and all that stuff
2: i tell you what he's good enough to where if it's he's only one year in and he can make the shitty fucking dragon look good that yeah. he's, that's a talented dude
1: yeah he's he's good at bumping at least that's, yeah he uh, bumped hard yeah, and
0: uh
1: ate well. their offense real well
0: and yeah i thought yeah. He looked, i thought he looked like a future star honestly
1: yeah no he's got a good look uh he's 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 got a good body he's cut um just got
0: kind of to get rid of it, give him something more catchy than Samoan. Yeah, I the know, that's the, the
1: most lazy name the, of all time, like, pretty much. It Dominic,
2: Dominic DiNucci comes into the territory, I've got it. The Italian, I was like, what? The, it's, it's,
0: it's, and that, but that's wow. a that lot awesome. more flashy than Samoan, you know. Is it the the Samo- Italian, a freaking sandwich, also, you know. Oh, okay, <laughs> well, well,
2: the Samoan is a Girl Scout cookie that I enjoy too, but you know, come on, uh, it's it's the blandest, just, and it it lends itself to just ridiculous ring announcing. So, I'll
1: just, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can kind of understand where they're coming from because the Samoans, the wild Samoans, were a well-known yeah. team at the time, so they're just piggybacking that whole thing. Oh,
2: that's that's exactly what they're doing, and it's it's no, it's yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> he dropped half his name, so I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a funny thing happened at the beginning of this match, though, where. When uh, Kabuki sprays his mist and, and Hart gets some in yeah. his yeah. eyes? yeah, yeah, and I'm, they said it was the pink, the
2: pink mist. i was like, what?
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, but it was it was clearly red. Uh, but anyway, so I yeah, guess
0: he Hart the, the rest of the day because uh, he has the big freaking
1: uh, uh, like kangaroo chip over his eye the rest uh-huh. of the show. Yeah, so I guess it was legit, right? It wasn't, yeah. At first, I wasn't sure if this was going to be some sort of angle, or, but it was just an accident. <laughs> just, I, yeah. No, I
2: thought, what about, it's just food coloring. I'm sure he's not, it doesn't hurt. That's know. him just selling it and being a professional.
1: I guess I so, maybe. I th- that's
0: how I, I, I took he it. He got in. it in his eye pretty good. But it's, it's, it's and food it, coloring. clearly look at his
1: eye, it was inflamed.
2: Yeah. I could, well, I couldn't see that well for that, but it's, and it was the red mist. I mean, maybe...
1: That's the bad mist. That's the, the, well, no, the no, stingy it's, mist.
2: It looks red. Cause, I mean, it's red food coloring. <laughs> right. So it's. And why would it be burning his eyes?
0: I'm not saying it burn, but it's puffy his eyes. I mean, anything you get in your
1: eye that you're not expecting, I'm sure it's going to. Be we need David Bixenspan to get on the case. If, you know, that's, I,
2: I demand that.
1: It, it's definitely something for him. Um, yeah,
0: Phil Mercer would. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but Hart sells it for multiple segments. Anyway, um, let's see. So Al gets comes in, fired up, uh, double body press to a big pop. But this was a short match. This this was basically almost a squash. Um, to tell ta- you, brought up Denucci being the Italian. Uh, Al is basically the the dom of, of WCCW. You know, he's the. Wait,
2: no. Yeah, well, exactly because he's got the name Big Al. <laughs> big Al. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say he's the good wrestler on on a, on like a JTTS tag team, basically. You know, like how uh, Dom eventually was in all those mm-hmm. uh, matches where he wouldn't eat the pin, but he'd be teamed up with a jobber. So that's basically Al's role now, because the Samoan quickly succumbed to the dragon's leg sleeper.
2: What did Parv call that? The crazy old man Dom no, face? No, that
1: was, that, was, that was me. I called it middle-aged, okay. middle-aged and crazy Dom. <laughs> that's right middle-aged. Well, Al's not quite middle-aged. He's he's a bit young. A bit younger than Dom, but I think he's ageless, Al Madrill. <laughs> he is, you know. Yes, he is.
0: <laughs> then we get this uh, segment with Checkmate with Gary Hart. Um, this is just flat out weird. Uh what do you make of it, Johnny? Well, before
2: that, just going back to a little bit about the that match. in this uh Oh, unfortunate bit of announcing they're talking about the Samoan and he and Bill Marcy's like, Oh, those Samoans swimming, running the whole process they go through. Like, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but another gr- uh, thing I appreciated about the Samoan were his tights.
1: Yeah, Cause
2: those things jumped off the screen. And even I could see those things and they were just very ahead of their time, but eighties, yeah. you know, and, I thought they would look pretty cool. But leading into the Checkmate thing, was another great, you know, uh, logo. uh was it go to commercial? Next. See the new pawn of H&H. Next. I was like, ooh, someone's being clever because he's, you know, a chess master or whatever the fuck he's supposed to be. And... The first thing I noticed was like, Oh right, checkmate has little eye holes and that will become a problem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about it. And Checkmate kinda wants to talk, I think, and uh Gary Hart's like, you yeah, know, no 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 no, you don't talk to him and you know uh and he says something like uh, governor says I don't talk to you, I don't talk to you and walks away. Uh Immediately, I went, "Oh, Checkmate can talk." I do remember that. I was like, "Because it's Les Thornton, and Les Thornton can talk." So, yeah, I, that was it. Was a yeah, guy okay.
1: Les Thornton, and the other guy—it's guy. it's actually Tony, Who was Charles. He? Tony Charles, Tony Charles, Tony Charles,
2: Tony yeah. Charles. Why did yeah. I think it was Les? Thornton?
1: Well, it's a common confusion.
0: Um, I made you... the mistake a couple episodes ago. Oh, don't, oh, okay,
2: okay. Yeah. Well, that, that that explains something. I'll talk about it later because you said that it was Les Thornton, and I was like. Okay, and then I saw him. I'm like, it looks like Les Thornton. He's wearing a fucking mask. It, yeah. it, it, the body shape is totally yeah. Les Thornton. I, I
0: get him confused all the time because they would always work the southern territory yes. together. okay. And they okay. were always, like, put their opponents. They were the the the, the they were the junior heavyweight opponents of one another.
1: I mean, all yeah, and, over. It, and they teamed together quite a bit, too. In the yeah. Uh, Pete, yeah. that is
2: literally the most honest mistake you could possibly make given a- uh, our demographic in the show.
1: <laughs> What'd you make of the segment there, uh, Kelly? Um, I, I don't have a ton of notes on the segment, but I, I used this as a, as a chance to put together some notes on checkmate. Sounds Who, good. Yeah. So he's, he's masked. Cheek. He's, he's all in white. Um, uh, you know, he's, he's got a stocky build. Um, he's a, he's a wrestling expert of course, cause he's from the UK. Uh, he's from actually from Wales. And he at this point, he was nearly 50 years old, believe it or not. <laughs> they keep calling him a young man. I know that it's like the whole uh, joke with gorilla Monsoon calling Carlos Colonna a youngster in the Royal Rumble years later because basically, yeah, he's, he's 47, <laughs> I think at this point, 48, 47, 48. Um, he wrestled all over the world, UK, Japan, Mexico, germany quite a bit too and in the 70s he was he was pretty much exclusive to the south tennessee florida georgia he wrestled in dallas in 76 and 77 i also wrestled in mid-south like i said teamed with les thornton quite a bit held a lot of uh, regional tag team titles he was at one point part of the fabulous kangaroo team one of the the uh third maybe the third uh, version of it Oh. Uh, with Al Costello in the seventies in Detroit. So yeah, he, he, he got around for sure. And he's, as we'll see, he's pretty accomplished in the ring. Um, but yes, the mask is, is, I don't think he ever wore a mask before this. I could be wrong. So he's definitely not accustomed to it yet.
2: It doesn't look like it.
1: <laughs> and, and, you know, you always hear wrestlers who who've only who only wore masks, you know, a few times in their career say, "Oh, I don't know how, You know, the the Lucha guys could do it or whatever. It's it's hard. You can't see anything, this and that. So definitely uh, Tony Charles is struggling a bit with the mask here. Um, Yeah, so let's uh, go in. Now, here's a question. I'll ask you first, Kelly.
0: He obviously works a specific style, and I thought, I mean, we'll get to it in a bit. I thought his squash match was a lot of fun. But who the hell is he going to work with here in this territory? (laughs) Maybe Kevin. Maybe Al? Maybe Al? Or, or Madrill
1: or or, or or Jose. I mean, uh, I don't know, you know?
0: That's about well, it. Maybe
1: they'll have to bring back the Candyman. Candy oh,
2: boy. Oh.
1: Look out, look
2: out, the Or, speaking of that, or bringing the. Okay, speaking of that, the other day, please, not to digress, I went under that wrestling uh an app where it just randomly puts stuff on like as I was going to bed and world class came on and I saw a mantel and i went, wait, 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 wait. There's another one? Johnny? I, I, I totally forgot we're gonna get another Mantel. Oh, no. And oh boy. Oh boy. But no you're right. Who's who can he, he he ends up working with dragon of all people?
0: Ugh. Yeah, because I I mean I remember what he does his most popular feud was probably against um, Bugsy. I thought those matches stunk. Oh
2: <laughs> boy, just there. You, okay, let's take this guy who's a, an amazing wrestler, but that's what his gimmick is, and he's got to wrestle the guy who, who is terrible. Oh.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad. I mean, sure. there's just not a lot for him what to do without having Les Thornton there to work with. Mm. I mean, I, I guess I was either. I guess his next episode they start bringing up Fishman a lot. Uh, uh, in he's a yeah. luchador, Yeah. But I don't know. I mean I don't know if that's their original plans or what, but man, yeah, it just uh he's a cool he's a cool he's cool cat check mate, but man, I mean, no one who can work that style, so it kinda defeats the purpose. It's just he's just gonna have a bunch of style class matches. Um what you make of the match though with uh Diaz, um uh there, uh Kelly. Uh
1: well, let's see. Right off the bat, it's mentioned that Checkmate is the European champion. So <laughs> of add, it is. add that title to the roll call. We have a pretty impressive collection of champions in world class. Almost every continent is, um, is represented, I believe. I'm
2: waiting for the Antarctica
1: Yeah, we don't have out. Antarctica. We don't have South America. We don't have Australia, but uh, just give it time. Um, hot crowd. Solidly behind um, Mr. Adidas. He's still Adidas, isn't he? Or is he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think he. I don't. I think
0: he gets the. Uh, he gets. Actually, it's funny. I think he gets his name changed uh, on the Christmas show.
1: Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas, We're taking one of your D's away.
2: <laughs> You've been a bad boy.
1: <laughs> so anyway, checkmate dominated. Most of the match, um, he does this thing where he balls up in a defensive <laughs> position. Turtle. <like> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I haven't decided if it's stupid or awesome yet. <laughs> it's both. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I think it's both. Um, but because it, it confuses the baby, it, it'd be awesome in World of Sport, but it sucks uh, here. Yeah, in that's what I thought immediately. Is like, there's his World of Sport. Uh, roots showing, because he wrestled throughout the whole 60s in England, and that's definitely something you'd see um, in in World of Sport, for sure. Yeah, none of these damn Texas wrestlers want
0: to fucking do that spot either, you know?
1: But, but, but here's the thing about
2: that spot, I think, in any situation, is because then we see it again, I'm like, okay, that's sort of like the one-time-only thing you can do because it's like, what the fuck's you doing? And it surprised a big dummy like Brian Andreas. <laughs> uh, and and then, but if people keep falling for it. What I, that makes no sense. That's stupid. Well,
0: you know, wrestlers are dumb. I mean, yeah, yeah,
2: but you really fucking forgetful This
0: is the Dallas. This te- is the Dallas territory. Uh-huh. I bet you they probably have the lowest IQ of everybody. Oh, you, know, wow. you don't think they? Sh- I mean,
2: even if they don't watch each other's matches, you'd think you know they're just bullshitting back there. And they rolled up like a fucking
0: armadillo, and I don't know what the fuck happened. You so too. They're probably doing something else that they—that's what they end up dying from. Uh, <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Jeez. Oh, boy. Let's get back to the match here. Um, uh, this is the first we hear of Michael Hayes coming to the territory in this match. Saldy brings it up.
2: The original Freebird.
1: Yep. the original Freebird. Also, Fishman, like Pete mentioned, is, is on his way, too. I'm kind of interested to see that.
2: I'm uh, interested because Bill Mercer pronounces it like... And, this, and I love it. God bless him. He pronounces it like he thinks he should be pronouncing it, like something out of a 1950s horror movie. <laughs> yeah. He's like he announces, "is like Fishman
1: is coming," and I love it. Yeah, yeah the fans are going to be disappointed by what they eventually get if they're expecting a horror character. Um, I did like Checkmate's flying headbutt to the stomach. Uh, that led to the well. It leads to this weird-looking cradle that I think maybe it was botched. He was trying to do something different. But anyway, it led to the pin. Um,
0: yes, yeah, it is
1: what it is. Adidas puts it, it over. It stinks. Yeah, it, did. it didn't stink.
0: <laughs> no, it Adidas.
1: Was, oh, Adidas, Adidas stinks. Adidas
0: stinks. Yes, he stinks big time. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally liked it, and the reason I liked it is I could believe a Diaz being a dummy and falling for us, <laughs> that so. Okay, that's uh,
2: very meta, and I like it. But it, it's also because this guy's a very talented wrestler, and he's trying to do some complicated shit with a big dummy who can't wrestle. Yeah. And so...
0: <laughs> but I'll take these are a lot more entertaining than what we're going to see when he works Bugsy. So I'm oh, very yes.
2: Happy. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, what'd you make of it, John? Well, just, gosh, on the announcing... Uh, I can't remember who said it. I think it was Bill. He has We're seeing a it's a new face with Gary Hart. I'm like, he's wearing a mask. It it's not a new face. It's, it's terrible. Uh and Bill keeps going on about how he's not tall. He does mention he's like, he's not tall as tall as Bugsy McGraw or something later. And you know he he's kind of like Sh- Bill, shut up. Don't do that. Um uh t- and here's where I thought Jay Saldi fucked up, but I have to apologize to you, to Jay Saldi on this one uh, because he starts talking about guys he's wrestled with. He, he starts dropping some knowledge, and I remember hearing him say Les Thornton, and I went, "Did he just ruin who the fuck this guy is? This is Les Thornton, right?" And I thought he literally ruined it. But now I know that I <laughs> that you, and when you explained it, I was like, oh shit, so. I was like he, he, he's not a complete dummy. Uh, and I just wrote, Adidas's comebacks are the worst. His comebacks stink. They're terrible. and, oh, and speaking of fish man, uh, Bill announces like he's announcing about the new influx of new blood to the territory like coming in the next few weeks we've got Dizzy Hogan Fishman <laughs>
1: and Michael Hayes <laughs> that's a awesome combination man. wow there's oh the real freebirds
2: that's the real freebirds that was the original idea okay look if we can't if we can't come to negotiations to, with uh, the other two guys um, we're going to team you up with these guys <laughs>
0: And then it ends up with a Wild Bill Irwin promo challenging David for next week. What what's your take? What's your takeaway, Johnny? Oh
2: gosh. He's just not a threatening promo. Wild Bill Irwin seems like he's too sweet, I think. He's not he doesn't sound threatening at all. He's not wild. And not wild, not wild at all. He's and he's complimenting David Von Erich here. He's like, well, I'll tell you this about David Von Erich. Out of all three of those Von Erichs, he's the one that can fight. And I know that, and I respect that about David Von Erich. And he kind of has a little bit of a lisp, too. And I was like, oh, Wild Bill Horwin, you know, If anyone needs a manager, it's Wild
1: Bill
2: <laughs> <laughs> He shouldn't be doing
0: these.
1: Kelly, what do you think? Yeah, I got the same points as Johnny. Um, he just has no edge to him. He's a heel, but he's too nice. Um, yeah, he's he's an okay promo. Like he's, he's he's not stumbling over his words or anything, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's just too nice as a heel. He's not the guy you
0: want uh, to hit clean up on your go home promo. Uh, they
2: always they can't get enough of him, man. They can't get enough Wild Yeah, well,
0: so that's that's our World Cast episode today. Um, we know, we had fun some fun tag match. You know, get to see the checkmate. Um. You know, like it's what we said, me and me, Kelly enjoyed the episode. Johnny, you know, he's blind. He's uh, Yeah, you
2: know. I enjoyed the, this more than I enjoyed the episode, to be perfectly honest.
0: Not working and not working it out. But hey, uh what you got to the plug there, Kelly? Uh I don't I don't have anything to plug actually. Johnny Johnny, hey hey Johnny Sorrow.
2: <laughs> you can say my real name, it's okay. Uh nah, I've got nothing.
0: All right, man. Well, I'll be at Mania next week, nice. uh, so yeah. uh, if you guys are around, we'll be, uh, the Place to Be Nation is going to be doing a uh, barbecue at Cajuns, Ooh. if you're interested, PM me or the Place to Be Nation, and uh, we'll set you up with all the deets. Um, uh, if you see me around, man, and you know me, Just uh, or even if, you, if you don't know me, come up, say hi to me, and uh, I, I don't bite, uh, and we might have a beer or a laugh or something, or... Unless or, you or ask. And hey, uh, and hey, if you want to buy me a beer, I'm I'm easy. I was um, gonna say just five feet of beer, several. Yeah,
2: and, and then I'll uh, buy.
0: Then will you. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll uh, I hope to see some of you guys out there. many a week. Um, on that note, keep on watching uh, world class championship wrestling only on the award winning WWE Network. Have a great one. My heartaches and troubles
2: are just up and gone The moment that you come in view And with your help across Texas with you in my arms, waltz across Texas with you, like a storybook ending, I'm lost in your charms, and I could waltz across Texas with you.
1: the first or some of the first episode of the first WCW Saturday night just before we started and that's neat cuz back in the day i had i didn't have tbs i had the scrambled channel where i could uh-huh. listen to it but i i couldn't see anything and cuz i couldn't convince my dad to spring for the extra cable WCW patch. Saturday night is actually really good starting in <clears throat> yeah i think it'll be fun Um, Yeah,
0: because there's usually one or two really good matches on the show. An angle. Are you talking about Saturday nights? Yeah, I I literally
2: threw one on in the background earlier, the very first one, and immediately was like looking over my shoulder and going, "Yeah, Vader's fucking awesome and Harley Race and yeah, and you're exactly Paulie's there and it's Dangerous Alliance shit and I'm going, I'll put this on in the background any day of the week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, they had a stacked roster, and I mean, they have all the guys like Ventura, Ross, right. and Giovanni, and, and you know, the, all the commentators were pretty good. And yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I'll be definitely watching more of those. Um, and they and the audio isn't dubbed. I think it's all they must have all the rights because I don't think they're dubbing any of the music. Which uh, right, because
2: they had their original music at the time.
1: Yeah, and the music for... I just watched a bit of the first episode. Uh, Fly and Brian's music was intact. I think um, I think uh, they probably don't have issues with that audio.
2: The thing is, I didn't like that music either.
1: <laughs> for me, uh, it's kind of... Some of it I, I liked... Um, as a kid, I uh, yeah, it, 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 for me it's a nostalgic thing definitely because this reminds me of being like a, yeah, a young fan watching this stuff.
2: Well, that's, the, the instrumental stuff I liked I, more yeah, so than the, when they when, yeah the album they put up. Yeah, yeah, but it got into like the man called Sting and <laughs> shit like that, and, you know, and I'm like, oh, stinks.
1: Yeah, there's some – I like the Dustin Rhodes theme for whatever reason. They call him the natural. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it <yeah>. sucks. <laughs> I know it sucks. It totally sucks, but it's a guilty pleasure.
0: I'm a big Ricky Dragon, uh, Mark, but I hate his music. I Dragon. Remember what, is. Oh, yeah. you, know what I,
2: you know what I actually saw? Family sold? Man. Oh, Family man. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh. The worst, thing, dude. Again, and I'd say this: you know how much I love Ricky Steamboat as as much as you do, dude. I had the the red jacket. I had right. the red jacket, but that family man shit made me go. Oh,
0: I don't like this. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever, Rick, cool Ricky baby face to uncool baby face. <sighs>